Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local. It's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. And that's Tim Shea. And we're here talking sports. 414-677-1250. That is a new phone number, remember. 414-677-1250. I wonder how long it will be wonder when the last person to ask about the new number is. Because sometimes, you know, a change will happen and people, I mean, like two years after I got on board, people are like, well, where's Mike? Yeah. You know, sometimes people pop in a little bit, pop out a little bit, pop in a little bit, then they might be enjoying the summer. Come back maybe when a Packer game uh, happens. It's 799. When did you guys change that? So... Tell your friends, we're going we're gonna to get a billboard up. We're taking it out of uh, Tim Shea's paycheck. Paychecks, if we want a billboard, probably a couple couple paychecks. I was going to say, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're going to need multiple, multiple checks. Yeah. Maybe the entire year. If, we, if we're, we're going to make a billboard out of your paycheck, it's going to be like one of those rummage sale down this block signs at the corner of like Capitol and 90th. 414-677-1250, 414-677-1250. All right. Um, the Brewers have won seven of their last nine. They're hot. I believe they have the sixth best record in baseball right now, somewhere up there. Um, They just won two or three from Boston. I, uh. 
I, I don't know what to talk about today. I, I've built my whole personality on complaining about this baseball team. And now that they're hot, I don't know what to say. Do I congratulate them? Do I do I talk about the good times, Tim? Do I do I say ah, I won't last? You could you could spin it that way. Will it last? Okay. I mean, how good are the Rockies, right? And right. the how Red Sox are floundering. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And they got Pittsburgh coming up. All right. Okay. And then the, I think the Reds, come on. Yeah. After that, their schedule gets real brutal. Well, then we're not going to know anything about them until then. <laughs> okay. I like that. I like that. Uh, what else can I? Oh, 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 oh. My favorite thing to complain about. They are still carrying uh, Pedro Severino. Who has had four at bats since the All Star break? Don't you think they should trade for another catcher? I mean, come on. Let's get four. The guy got in a little Twitter spat yesterday, as, as one does, where I had tweeted. Wait, wait, wait. You? Yeah. No. Yeah. I had tweeted that Pedro Severino's on this team collecting four at bats since the All Star break, and Keston Hira just rots away in Nashville. Or whoever. I mean, there's this is a roster spot that's not being used. And I was told that I can't be negative because of how good they're being, that I have to stop hunting for negativity. But can I still be upset about something that's so ridiculously dumb, even if they're playing well? I think the answer is yes. They have a guy on this team that they don't play. It is stupid. The Brewers, though, hey, you got to give them credit. They're playing very well, 57 and 45. I'm happy to give them credit. I, I want this team to win a World Series. Okay. I want this team to win a World Series, and I want to be entertained by their games. The first part, we won't know. Are they good enough to do it? I mean, it's baseball. Again, anything can happen. But the games have been much more entertaining since the All-Star break. They've been much more entertaining. They've had their series against uh, Colorado. They did well there. The games were fun. It's some walk-offs. It was they're fun. Hit, they're hitting the ball. Yeah. Uh, the games against the Twins, those were enjoyable. The games against the Red Sox, this was a fun weekend. So, hey, if anything, I'm just asking for myself to be entertained. I want to sit down and watch a baseball game and win or lose, be entertained by it. I don't want sports. Big thing when you get into – now, this is just about me. When you get into sports radio or, or sports media or whatever it is that we do, a lot of times the authors, the writers, the commentators will will end up telling you, I'm jaded, man. I just I just don't care about sports the way that I used to. I lost part of that fan in me. If anything, I've become more of a fan. You know, and I, I never want sports to feel like work. Because that's not what I'm hunting. And the only time that that really happens is when I watch the Badger basketball team. Because their games suck. And there's no stakes in college basketball all season long. No matter what we th- say. Oh, they... they they wouldn't co-share of a Big Ten tight. Who cares? No one cares. No one cares. Which basketball team, which Badger teams in the last six years have won or co-shared the Big Ten title? I have no idea. How many has it been? Do you know? I think three. Yeah, because you're Something psychotic. Like Maybe two. Because you care somehow. Oh, I just, I mean. Do, so can much. you get me to the tournament? How far are you going to go? That's what I care about. I'm, We're gonna, start, I'm starting to lean that way a little. I mean, again, playing Purdue on a Tuesday night. Oh, well, it's, that uh, was for the Big Ten title. It was a good game. 
Oh, there was a specific game? Yes, I was just throwing was. that out there. <laughs> it was against Purdue, too. Oh, my God. You are psychotic. <laughs> no, I'm not. Hey, it's February 18th, Sunday, 2 o'clock. Badgers play Michigan State on CBS 2.30. I don't care. I That sounds like a great time for... What, 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 what happens if they lose? Well, then they might not win the Big Ten title. Oh, no, darn. Well, then they might go from a four seed to a five seed. Oh, heavens no. So I never want my job to feel like work. Maybe I'm selfish in that way. But it hasn't with the Brewers. It started to prior to that All-Star break when they had their perennial All-Star break slide. But they've come out of it firing, and it was a good handful of games this weekend. And it did look like a lot of people got to the... Uh, How about the Brewer fans? Yeah. A lot of Brewers fans getting out there. Well, if you're going to take a trip, they haven't been out there since. It's a destination spot. They haven't been out there since 2014. I'd love to go to Fenway. I've been to the Bleacher Bar that you can, that's attached to the stadium, but that was, that was a winter. That's underneath, right? And in like center field. Yeah, somewhere out there. And you can like pry into the stadium. And (laughs) my uh, buddy was out there. He texted me. They ran out of Miller Lite before the game started. He said there were just. It was filled with Brewer fans. So what do they have to do? Drink Sam Adams? Drink whatever was next. Yeah, places, because we only order one beer. <laughs> one or two Which beers. Which beyond me. <laughs> that, that, that happened to me in Indianapolis when we went to the uh, first ever Big Ten football championship game. Yeah. Two of the bars that we went to were out of Miller Lite. They're like, we're getting some in. It's not going to be cold, though. I and guess we, I'm trying to think of when I go to beer, when I go to bars and drink like pitchers of beer, and then then we might get Miller Lite. But I never order cans or bottles of Miller Lite. Do you? I do, yeah. At a bar? Yeah. Bottles. But it it's a bar. Get, get something that you don't normally get, right? You can order, you can buy it. I a, guess. I mean, I, you drink what you drink. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I just get a diet rum and coke. I drink that. Maybe a... Seven and seven if I'm feeling loose. Man, but I, well, if I get a beer, I'm going to get like a something like on tap. Something, something not Miller Lite. Something local to the place. Like, like a River West. I love a good River West Stein. But if you go out to Boston, you want a beer, like what's one of your regional beers? Miller Lite. You go to Boston, binge on Miller Lite. I mean, that just shows how likes. I don't know. I've been to places too where they've run out of Miller Lite. I don't think we do it because we like Miller Lite as much as we do it as, hey, did you hear? This bar this bar in Nashville sold out of Miller Lite. What a, what a great achievement. Well, they don't stack it to the brim like we do here. They probably have like three cases. Like nobody ever orders this. Then you get all these cheese heads coming in. But I saw, you know, I was just uh, going through my Snapchats stories and my Instagrams stories and i saw a lot of people that i know that were out in fenway i saw one guy at the cheers bar and in the background was another guy i knew at the cheers bar and they didn't know each other that's a lie but there were two there i did see one friend at the cheers bar and then another at the cheers bar and i thought it might have been the same time and i was hunting for him in the background i was looking for him uh i didn't see him but i thought that'd be cool if i did so then I, I said it. But, yeah, it looked like a lot of people went out there, whether you, you know a bunch of people or not. And why not? 
eight years since they've been to Fenway. It is a destination spot. I have not got out there for a baseball game. I would love to someday. We talked about that a little bit uh, last week, which is a good way to remind myself that we have state fair tickets to give away. Uh, question to be determined. To be, to, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Give us an hour. <laughs> give us, give us an hour. Let us let us wake up, and then we'll figure out a way to get you guys state fair tickets. But no, it was a good weekend. You know, Brewers lost yesterday. All right, but they did take the series. Uh, Friday they win four to one. It's a game where Brandon Woodruff pitched very well, and then you got Box and Williams and Hater to come in. Brewers tied for most of the game, and then they started tacking on some runs at the end. And it was really nice to see that. They did the same thing a little bit on uh, Saturday. This was a game, two. They were going to go the same sort of thing, Boxberger, Williams, and then they were going to go with Hayter. They didn't need to because they piled on three runs in the ninth. So Gustave finishes it out. But Eric Lauer with a pretty good outing for him. Uh, five innings, four strikeouts, one earned. You know, Lauer, Lauer's had some rough games. Lauer's had some very good games, some seven-inning Double-digit strikeout affairs. He's not going to be asked to do that. I mean, he just needs five innings, one earned. That'll be good. That'll play on this Brewers team, on this Brewers staff. So Eric Lauer uh, picks up win number seven of the year. And then yesterday, yesterday it looked all right for the Brewers. They took a lead. Hunter Renfro had a great weekend. Uh, But then it was the double factory for the Red Sox. They put up five in the fifth, and the Brewers never come back from that. Jackie Bradley Jr., your boy with two doubles. Yesterday, which was uh, great to see. Both ground rule, I think. Both ground rule doubles. Some would say he's seen the ball this year. Yeah, some would Some would even go far as to, to say, Tim, that last year he had astigmatism. Oh. And uh, this year the Red Sox were like, hey, maybe you want to see an eye doctor? Didn't we have a caller say that? Yeah, Ron and Rome. Ron and Rome. Well, he's an optometrist. He would hmm. know. Yeah, he would hmm. know. 414-677-1250. 677-1250 is the Brewers do get past the Red Sox over the weekend. They, again, lose yesterday, but they do go to Boston and take two or three, which is good to see and very important as the St. Louis Cardinals uh, had an interesting weekend in Washington. I don't know. I don't, I don't like that they played in Washington the weekend before the trade deadline. There was one picture going around online of the Cardinals executives and the Nationals executives almost like shaking hands in a Meeting, friendly yeah. manner. I don't like it. Which would lead you to think, oh, my God, they worked on a Soto deal. But you have the Cardinals in Washington playing each other. And both sets of of executives are there. I don't like it. So, you know, Juan Soto can go wherever wherever he wants. I still very much don't think Washington uh, Washington should trade him. He's got two and a half years left on his deal. But if he goes to St. Louis, he's not just going to St. Louis for the two and a half years. He will probably sign a lifetime deal there. And you're going to take this guy, Juan Soto, who, hey, he's pretty good. We see him a few times a year. Now you're going to throw him in the division for the next decade? you got to absolutely root against the St. Louis Cardinals getting Juan Soto. That would be that would be awful. It would be disaster. It really would be. It really would be bad. I'm just, like, sinking in right now how bad it would be because he would be here a long time. A long time. We've been thinking that St. Louis is going to fall either this year or next year once they lose all these guys that are going to retire. And Well, they're never going to fall off. They're no, always they going to rebuild. They aren't, no. They're always they going to rebuild that those machine. Nolan Gorman guys yeah. and those Harrison Bader guys. And your Brendan Donovans yes. and your Tommy Edmonds. They've got all them, and they always do. 
They're never going to go away, ever. But to get a guy like Juan Soto in there, and they've got Arnado now, they've got Goldschmidt now, yeah, you don't you don't want to see that. You want to see him out in Seattle. You want to see him even out in, I mean, you'd like to see him in the American League, but maybe San Diego, wherever. Uh, the Dodgers were also in play, apparently. That would suck. Basically, just stay on the bad nationals and leave us alone is what we would like them to do. Although a few years ago, the nationals you know, they knock us out and Soto, part of that. So the Brewers right now at 57 and 45, the Cardinals three games back. You know, it got interesting in the weekend. This was kind of a make or break weekend for a lot of these teams. The Red Sox may be sellers based on what the Brewers did in Fenway. They came into the series 50 and 50, dropped two of them. They're now 51 and 52. They are in last place in the AL East, but that doesn't mean they're out of a contention in the wild card spot, maybe three or four back. Uh, that's still very tight in the American League East. It's still very tight in the American League. But what this weekend kind of did was really focus on, okay, are you going to be a buyer or are you going to be a seller? Uh, like the Marlins, probably going to be sellers, but they dropped a series this weekend uh, to the Mets, so they're probably done. The Rockies we had talked about, Brewers beat up on them, and then they lost a bunch more in a row, so they're probably out. The Giants could be looking. The Giants are 500. The Giants could be looking at being sellers. Carlos Rodon, uh, Jack Peterson, there's some names that they could trade. If that happens, you you could end up in a situation here where there could be, let's see, I think there's seven teams over 500 right now in the NL. Mets, Braves, Phillies, Brewers, Cardinals, Dodgers, Padres. There's seven teams over 500. Giants are 500. If the Giants become sellers, that's there's seven teams competing for six spots. So the wild card expansion was supposed to make more teams competitive. Not so much. It's, it's going to be well seven teams competing, but there's six spots. The races aren't going to be any better. So a team like the Brewers, you would think that that's a nice little comfortable cushion. It's going to be the Brewers fighting with the Cardinals, as it has been all year. And if the Brewers slip up and can't knock out a, a division title, then it's the Phillies and the Padres for the wild card spot, and two of those three will get in. So there's a lot, there's a lot of invites to the party here. You're gonna have seven teams competing for six spots if the Giants become sellers. Otherwise, eight. And they're a few games back. So interesting weekend. There were some trades already going down. There are more expected. The trade deadline is tomorrow night around I can't remember if it's four or five. I think it's three o'clock our time. Okay, maybe even then, but it is the afternoon, early afternoon. The next time the Brewers play a game, the trade deadline will have passed. They are off today. They're in Pittsburgh tomorrow night. So, again, we'll take a look back at this weekend. We will look ahead to the next series against Pittsburgh and catch everybody up on the trade deadline activity and what more could happen in the next 36 hours. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea, 1250 AM, The Fan. That brings up Hunter Renfro. And Renfro hammers one deep to left field, and there it goes! Another home run for Renfro. Two-run blast in the second inning. His sixth home run in his last nine games. Brian Anderson on the call, Bally Sports, Wisconsin. I'm kind of mad at Hunter Renfro right now. Um, DraftKings related. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea, Lakeland University Studios. Well, each game, DraftKings had a special, like, they don't 
thing? Or well, that? no. I mean, every night you can play like the whole slate of games, but then they also have individual games you can play. So I was playing individual games for the Brewers and Red Sox every day this weekend. Um, they don't always have the Brewers as an option, but they did this weekend against the Red Sox. So I did a $10 contest each night. I never won any of the nights. But the first night, I captained Hunter Renfro. So if you did well, I got a point. I got one and a half points for what he did. Like a home run ends up being 14 points. You'd, I'd get 21. So on Friday, I took him as my captain. He did not homer. And then he did on Saturday and Sunday. But I didn't captain him then. Because for some reason, I thought that Willie Adamas would have a big weekend. Yeah. And he did on Friday, three for five. And then that was about it. Adamas. I still think it's crazy. He's got 20 home runs. I just, I don't, when do they come? When do they happen? I get very, he had a nice. Series against Colorado, I guess. At least he had a few hits, but his production is a two goal, a two hole guy, two nineteen. On bases under three hundred, his slugging's high because when he gets a hit, it's home runs. But I need I need more out of Willie out of that two spot, for sure. Four one four six seven, especially on the nights where it costs me money. Four one four six seven seven twelve fifty, and that's what it's all about. Mike the painter, hey buddy. Good morning there, Bart. How's your Monday morning going? I don't know. It's fine. It's fine for a Monday? For a five for a Monday, yeah. everybody. <laughs> so I'm really happy with the way the Brewers have come out after this All-Star break, and it really shows that they do have guys on the squad that can do it if they, you know, put bats together, you know, there's nice swings on bats, you know, Yelich has been doing good and it's, it's been really exciting after this all-star break. We're, we're getting going. Yeah, no, I feel uh, it, it's good to see. It shows you that they can do it. And it also shows you, I think Mike, to agree with you that they need to, they, this is what they need to do. If the Brewers are going to be competitive, if they're going to make a playoff run in the playoffs, they need the guys that they have to produce. I mean, it's, it's yeah, because we're we don't really have too many horses in the farm system that are going to get us some top quality guys. And from what I see, we're talking about maybe grabbing Joey Gallo. I don't I don't know if that's a good move, you know, but he'll probably be on the cheap because he isn't batting so well. Maybe a chain of scenery, he he could do good in the Brewers. Yeah, Yankees are tired with him. Gallo's a guy that can hit home runs, but then also strikes out 9,000 times. Single yeah. home run guy. Um, if, if the Brewers just walk away with Joey Gallo and that's it, this is a massive failure at the deadline. Yeah, it is. But talking about the Yankees, do you really care that uh, Judge has 42 home runs right now and at the midway point? Because I really, it's not, there's not like a lot of fanfare for it. It's one guy getting 42 home runs. And I don't know if it's, if there was a couple guys up there like back in the 90s when, you know, Salsa and McGuire were going at it. You know, I, I just don't think there's a lot of fanfare for it right now. There's not as much as you incredible. think. Yeah, there's not as much as it should be. Uh, the, he, has, he has a lot of home runs, and historically there's only like a few guys that have hit 40 at this point of the season. But I think the fact that now, you know, once those guys hit 70 and then Bond somehow got 73, and when Bond's got 73, everyone was rooting against him. 
because he right. was he used steroids, even though McGuire used steroids. The whole thing was yeah. weird. But because 73 now is so untouchable, I mean, there's no like there's no like milestone for judge to get like 40s great, 50s great. If you get 60, that's really impressive, but because he's not really going to chase a record anymore. It, it does right. it does it doesn't have the fanfare and, that it used to. Right, he's chasing Maris as a Yankee, you know, 61. Yeah, but, but I mean outside of New York, nobody cares. Right, right. Well, thanks for taking my call. You have a great day. All right, Mike, good chatting yeah, with you. Too. Goodbye, yep. Mike. Have a good one. See you, buddy. Mike the Painter, 414-677-1250. Talking a little Yankees baseball here on the fan. No, he's right. Judge has been, I mean, you want to take a guy in DraftKings. You take Judge every night. He's homering once in every 4.3 at-bats. Why don't you take him then? So it's like once a night. Well, I took him in some of my other contests. I took Shohei Otani the night that he homered. I didn't, like, win at all this weekend, but I took Shohei Otani one night. Again, I do have a... Not so much a bet with Mike, but a, an understanding. I told him if the Brewers trade for Shohei Otani, uh, I will let him come in and host a show next week with me. So hang up the phone, Stearns. <laughs> they're, they're not getting Shohei. Shohei's probably, I would be wanting to trade for Shohei. With one Soto, he's got two and a half years left. Doesn't make any sense why the Nationals would trade him. The Angels, one and a half years and if you're a team, you're getting two for the price of one. I mean, imagine putting Shohei Otani in this lineup and then in this rotation. It's two for the price of one. And you have to up the package a little bit, but you understand what I'm saying. That'd be that'd be great. Man, what a luxury he is. And the Angels just cannot win. Cannot win. What a disaster that is. But even if you trade, okay, let's say you trade for Soto. Let's say you trade for Shohei. What does one guy do to this lineup? I mean, it'll make it a little bit better, obviously, but I think for the most part, the guys that they have, we need Yelich. We don't need – there's a difference between what Yelich should be doing to earn $26 million and what Yelich should be doing to be a impactful member of a team that could win the World Series in 2022. I think we're getting that from Yelich, the latter part. Adamas – I mean, he's got to be hitting better than this. Uh, Roddy Telez is going to get you a big home run from time to time. That's good. McCutcheon has been better. Colton Wong has been hitting, but has been playing really poorly in the outfield or infield. Again, another mistake yesterday. And that's why uh, Ashby, Ashby four and two thirds, five runs allowed, all unearned coming after the Wong play. So yeah, he did six strikeouts. I mean, he was really pitching well, and then, one air behind you, and it you know, changed the game. Yeah, it ruined everything. Uh, Renfro again had a great weekend. Urias has been uh, doing a little better. Narvaez is really struggling, which maybe is why they have three catchers and only play two of them. And then they're still trying to figure out is Tyrone Taylor going to be a guy uh, when Jonathan Davis is ready? Do we do we go with him a bunch more? You know what are, what are we doing here? We probably want to trade for a center fielder if you're the Brewers, but who's that guy going to be? So the Brewers do pick up two or three from Boston, as we mentioned. They see some division rivals start to trade pieces away. They're hoping another division rival does not get the big piece. We'll take a look at the trade deadline coming up.
uh, in two minutes. 414-677-1250. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex (laughs) heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived Spring Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. No, I mean, I think it's, I think it's a tough catch. It's a, a, a player on the run making a, you know, 50-foot throw, and it's just kind of at your ankles. Um, you know, tough play. Hope to make it. You know, no Brewer has ever made a mistake since 2015. Since Craig Council has been the manager, at least not in his eyes. No Brewer's ever screwed up. Talking about the play where it was initially given an air to Willie Adamas. They backtracked that and gave it to Colton Wong. Open, uh, open things up for the Red Sox yesterday. I think everybody's pretty much, ah, darn, you lost yesterday, but you took two or three from Boston, and it was cool to play at Fenway. I think that's where everybody was. Plus, the Cardinals still three back. Um, Josh Bell had a walk-off on Saturday for the Nationals, and he could be another guy that maybe the Cardinals pry off of uh, Washington if it's not Juan Soto. There's one picture that I saw that is just burning in my retinas. I'm Bart Winkler again. That is uh, 
Tim Shea, where the Cardinals executives, they're playing Washington, and the Washington executives are like, they, they, looked, uh, they looked like they just made a deal on something and were celebrating. So I thought we were going to see a Soto trade or something over the weekend. Um, they could still make that trade today. They could make a trade by tomorrow. The trade deadline's tomorrow afternoon. Juan Soto to the Cardinals would be an absolute disaster for us. Absolute disaster. Because you got to figure Juan Soto, he's turning down 14 years, $440 million. But they, you don't just offer a guy that if he's not open to a long-term deal. Juan Soto, if the money's right and the AAV is going to be good, the average annual value, and he's going to be able to secure himself and know where he's going to play. Maybe you do take a long 10 year, 14 year deal. So if the Cardinals are going to trade for Soto and they're going to have to give up a bunch of prospects to do it, they're going to probably want assurances that, and we'll end up signing here. And so if Juan Soto goes to the Cardinals, we could be seeing, we could be seeing him in a Cardinal uniform until like 2035, which is so unbelievably far away. Who knows what, the earth will look like then half of this country will probably be on fire and we'll be living on the moon, but I don't know, man, 23rd. That's a long time. My son will be driving in 2035. Yikes. If cars are still on the roads, unless we're flying around, you know, yesterday was George Jetson's birthday. Oh, birthday. Okay. So, in the Jetsons cartoons, he was born uh, June 29th or 30th, 2022. You mean August. Oh, no. July. You said June. I said August. July. Ah, I said June and you said Yeah, okay. I said August, so we both screwed that one all right, up. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I've been very nice to you for 35 minutes. You went back. I went forward. Okay. All right. So July. I'm sorry. But that means that what we know in the Jetsons is supposed to happen 20 years from now, 30 years from now, where we're living around, we're living up in uh, towers and you never see anybody. I was, I was always so nervous, even though it was a cartoon, I was always so nervous that like, uh, Jane would slip and fall and just fall to the earth. She goes. And if there's a car crash in the sky, uh-huh. you don't just crash on the ground, which is already a disaster. What a wild show that was. Oh, did you ever see when they met the Flintstones? No. Greatest no. crossover ever. I don't remember what the logistics were. If I think the Jetsons went back in time. I'll have to watch that again. Excuse me while I pull up YouTube and now watch that for the next half hour. Yeah, Jetsons meeting the Flintstones. One of those rare crossovers that uh, worked. Did you ever see the Family Guy Simpsons crossover? No. Yeah, that's no good. Okay. Yeah, it's. I thought you were about to say that was nah, the best. Nah, it was weird. That one was. That had to be real weird. That one was weird. Uh, the Brewers, hey, check this out. I saw some fans tweeted over the weekend, and you're already part of the problem. It's one thing for the Brewers to say it. Don't be one of these fans. Uh, Freddie Peralta's coming back. That's like getting a, That's like getting a pitcher at the trade deadline. That doesn't excuse, just because we're getting Freddie back, it doesn't excuse a lack of moves that may happen over the next 36 hours. But it is good news. Freddie Peralta, he has been out since May 23rd, and we thought it would be significant. We were thinking maybe September. It looks like we're going to see Freddie Peralta much, much sooner rather than later. He's going to be with the team in Pittsburgh. I don't think he's lined up to pitch. The Brewers are going to go... 
Burns on Tuesday, and then Woodruff on Wednesday, and then they do play again on Thursday, and they will go, it's a day game, they'll go Lauer. So then Ashby could line up and pitch, what, Sunday to Friday? Ashby could line up against the Reds on Friday, or they could go Peralta there and move Ashby back, or you could see Peralta on on uh, Saturday, but that would line up for Burns again. Or no, he'd be Tuesday, Sunday. Yeah, so they'll probably Peralta will probably go Friday or Saturday if he's ready to come back. He'll probably go Friday or Saturday. He's going to, according to Craig Council, Freddie will join us in Pittsburgh. We'll figure out what he's going to do and when. His next outing will be with us. That when is to be determined. In Nashville, he made two rehab starts, including during the game where Tim Dillard got his bobble ahead and got his number retired for the Nashville Sound. So that's pretty cool. But Freddie went two starts with a 1.69 ERA in a, across five and a third innings. Just who, gave up four hits, one home run. Struck who gets sent down, do you think? Who gets sent down? Yeah, because they're going to have to make a move, right? A corresponding move to uh, allow Freddie to, I guess, pitch, right? No, Freddie's got an exemption where you can have him on the roster without making a move. It's it's like first thing. It's the first time in baseball. It's Thanks, crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. All right, so Freddie will come off the injured list, and they will probably send down Strzelecki. Strzelecki, yeah, yeah, my boy. Yeah, your boy. Just looking at some of the relievers. Uh, they've got Topa. They've got Cousins. They've got a couple guys that can work their way back. They've got Perdomo. Miguel Sanchez. These guys are all on the injured list. Adrian Hauser again is on the injured list. At some point, we'll say we'll see Jace Peterson back, so they'll probably have to make a move offensively and see what happens there. I don't think you know. I complained about the catching situation earlier. How there's three of them. Are you showcasing one of these guys, or, or what is the deal? Because there's no way that. They're going to all be on the roster after this this week. It'd be foolish. I tweeted that out yesterday that I think it's pretty insane that they have uh, three three catchers on the roster. I said Severino's pinch hit at bat was just his fourth plate appearance for the Brewers since the All-Star break. Meanwhile, Keston here rots away in Nashville. Brett tells me, Bart, we have explained to you numerous times, Keston can't hit left-handed pitching. They don't need a hitter versus right-handed pitching. Severino has no options left. I said, replace Hero with anyone else. And then I said he was brainwashed. And then he told me, stop hoping for negativity on jump aboard. So I'm being told by this Brett fellow that the Brewers are playing so well that I can't be mad about anything. Defend yourself, Brett. How are you, Brett and Tosa? <laughs> Morning, Bart. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to call in. There's I'm at the park with to... my kid. I've got this tweet out about uh, Pedro Severino, and then, you, I mean, you're arguing with yourself eventually about how great David Stearns is. Well, the the two things that I brought up to you later are usually what people that don't like the offense bring up. So two different points, right? Um, and the reason I, I've been coming at you a little bit, Bart, is because I feel like you've been negative about this Brewers team. And I'm not going to tell you how to fan. I mean, if you don't think the Brewers can win, that's, that's what you think, right? But 
you you tweeted out a video. Well, I think it was Friday, and I think it was directed to to make fun of your uh, Tim, who is known for crying on the air. Um, <laughs> but you tweeted a video of you in Bush Stadium in twenty eighteen. Yeah, after they clinched. Yeah, and I and I've I've been looking for that video recently. While you've been a little negative on the offense, because listen, you and your you and the station have an ability to, I think, kind of affect how people view the Brewers. And like I said, if you, I don't think you should come on the air and say something that you don't believe. So if you don't believe it, that that is what it is. But in 2018, I had a really fun time listening to the Brewers coverage, um, specifically from you. I felt like you were all in, and you. it was just fun to listen to every morning. And this year – is different, and in my opinion, this this team's better than the 2018 team. I mean, now we'll see if they go as far in the playoffs, but uh, I'm just hoping that this team can do something to convince you to to jump all in and make you a believer because it's a lot more fun listening listening to the show. And I and I think when you when you're all in like you were in 2018, I think the fan. I really do. I really believe that the listeners of your show and part of the fan base reflects how you guys feel. Okay, but it's still stupid that they're carrying three catchers. Yeah, so the, the two things that I want to talk to you about. One, okay, the Severino thing, right? I mean, listen, I, I'm a big Castanera fan just as just as much as everyone else, but I do think it's kind of funny that a, a large portion of the fan base complains about small ball and they don't bunt enough and they strike out, but yet everyone wants Castanera who's hitting 240 and strikes out 40% of the time on the roster. Um that, that seems a little odd to me. But like I said yesterday, I mean, he can't hit lefties. and So who who do you want to bring up? You know, like their their best hitters at AAA are, are Bryce Durang, who's a lefty, and Keston Hira, who can't hit lefties. Uh, I mean, who like who do you want to bring up? No, I don't – I just – I don't want Severino on this team. I don't like him. So we should just play a, a player down probably, right? I mean, like, no, bring up – I mean, we didn't know who Jonathan Davis was. Bring up a guy like that. And Jonathan Davis can't hit. <laughs> look, I mean, I'm telling I, you, listen. Severino's useless to me. He can't play in the playoffs. He couldn't play for 80 games. I'm I'm like well, annoyed when I see him. Yeah, I mean, listen, yeah, he hasn't hit as well as they probably had hoped. And I agree with you. If 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 they carry three rep, three catchers um, with deadlines Tuesday, if they get someone, maybe he's not there. So if, if they have three catchers come Wednesday. I will jump aboard with you and say that this doesn't make any sense. But I think right now they're trying to get something for one of their guys. And maybe that's Severino. Maybe that's Omar since he's a free agent. And Caratini is their best catcher. So I personally, I just don't think that it's a, that big of a deal right now. But second point was this offense. And this is when I was tweeting things at you that out of nowhere, and you were like, what are you, <laughs> what are you doing? But, this offense coming into yesterday was fifth in the league in run scored in all of baseball, in all of Major League Baseball, fifth in the league in run scored. And maybe they're not doing it the way people like. Maybe they're not doing it by bunting and moving the runner over. And maybe they strike out a little bit more than other teams. But this offense is good. It is. The numbers tell it. No, I, I your your numbers are your numbers are numbers. They're your facts. They're good. I think where I'm at to answer what you said earlier, uh, I 2018 was different for me 
because we had been bad for so long. Now you can't I, can't. I can't look at the seasons in the same like uh, light of innocence. I'm looking at a team that I feel has underperformed the last four years, despite their success. I mean, they keep getting to the playoffs and losing. They should have gone farther last year. They they probably should have got to the World Series in 18. So I think the first time charm for me is a little bit gone, and it's more a frustration. Like you gotta like this is this is their time. It's this year and next year. I think. With Woody and Burns and and Hater, I think this is their window. So when they're good, when in these stretches where they're terrible, it really takes a lot out of me. Now the overarching thing to all of this, and you can say this, and I have to admit it, and I have to agree, is that as long as they get in the playoffs, and this is what this bug it bugs me, but it's true. As long as they get in the playoffs, it's a brand new ball game, and they can be bad all year or bad, not up to my standards. And then they just, they can just take control in the playoffs. So they just have to have the guys that, that are able to do it. And I guess a lot of this is going to end up being – a lot of this will end up being forgotten. What we talk about day in and day out in the 2022 season will end up being forgotten, good or bad, because it's going to come down to what they do in the playoffs. So I, I have to agree yeah. on that. Yeah, and I, I do agree with you. I think last – like I said before, I think last year winning in the playoffs and the margin of error and – you know, wild card games and all that is so thin that I really do think last year was probably the first year that they really underperformed. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just going back to the offense. I've been looking for a stat from Mike Petrello that, you know, I think a lot of people think in the offense, you gotta, you gotta be able to get base hits and move the runner over. And really that's just not true. I know Mike Petrello's had a stat that the per- percentage of runs that come from a home run in October is sky high and it's just because you face you face guys like Max Scherzer and Jason, Jacob DeGrom and Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff and you can't you can't string hits together so a lot of the runs in October do come from from home runs but you know I think listen there's probably going to be people call in by after I say that this offense is good and I don't think they're the fifth best offense but maybe they're top 10 they're definitely top half and people are going to say well they score 18 runs you know and that these are my two tweets that I had yesterday as well okay, fine, they've scored 10-plus run 10 times this year, but the Dodgers and Yankees have both done it more. So does that mean their offense is overrated? And then people will call in and say, oh, they score zero to two runs a lot. Well, um, the Yankees are the best offense in the league, and they've scored zero to two two times less than the Brewers. So, listen, I mean, maybe maybe teams aren't do- maybe the Brewers aren't doing it the way people want, but this is a good offense, and it's a good offense with, like you've said this morning, Willie Adamas underperforming. And – um, you know, people may call me brainwashed or I'm Bruce, I did. Bruce Homer, but <laughs> like, I'll get on Christian Yelich. I mean, I agree with you. He's not, listen, he's doing better. He's finally being a productive player and helping us win games. But Christian Yelich hitting 300 with a 400 on base and hitting a home run every three weeks is not what they need from paying a guy $26 million. And people want trades. The two biggest things that can happen to this team is Christian Yelich figures out his finds out his power stroke, and Willie Adams starts getting some hits besides uh, solo home runs. So they have the piece. I mean, this offense is good with people on there that they currently have not playing well. You know, Louis Urias. I mean, yeah, they need a lot of these guys. Way, they they do need some of these. That's that's ultimately what's going to happen. I think that just to wrap it up, Brad, a lot of what you're saying is is good. Uh, I, I agree. I, I understand you. There, you did have a tweet that I am still very mad about 
We are calling Freddie Peralta coming back a trade deadline acquisition. I hate when the Brewers say that. I hate when the Brewers say that. Well, I mean, listen, it's not a trade acquisition, right? But I think, I mean, it is a huge boost. It like, is, listen, but I look at it as a justification as why to not do anything. Yeah, I don't. Well, I, it's a justification why to not get a starter. But yeah, I mean, I I think they need an impact center field bat and a reliever. I don't personally. I don't. I'm starting to think they're not going to get a center fielder. But I, I'll leave it with this. I I do think I have a feeling that Josh Hader is going to get dealt. And Ken Rosenthal had something in the Athletic yesterday. Robert Murray had something um, in the off season that behind closed doors in Milwaukee there is frustration that Josh Hader won't give them more than one inning. It was in a podcast, Robert Murray, former uh, athletic writer. And now Rosenthal says the same thing yesterday. He didn't say there was frustration, but he said that there could be another reason to trade him is because they can't get more than one inning from him. So I, who knows? I, I would love the three team, three team deal trade Josh Hader and use the prospects, keep Cheerio and Freelick and get a, Soto or Shohei, I don't think that's going to happen, but I, it'll be very interesting. I, I think Hater might get dealt. So thanks for taking the call. Yeah, Brett, let's talk more this week. 414 677 1250. I did find that I, I've been making fun of Tim Shea a lot for crying during the Bucks postgame show when they won the title. You boys cried over here as well. I got I to gotta fess up to that next. Tim, you're on the fan. What's on your mind? This was awesome. This was, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, I promised myself tonight I wouldn't get emotional, and here I go. God, that's so embarrassing. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. That is Tim Shea on the postgame show when the Bucks won the title. Still on that. Two weeks later. I mean, I'm just so embarrassed for you. Why are you still coming into work? What? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you know you know who else hates me? You know who really hates Everybody? me? Everybody? No, me. Oh, okay. I hate me. So I found some old videos uh, over the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, do tell, please. And I found one where I was live at Bush Stadium. This was, they had clinched. The Brewers had clinched in 2018, and there, there wasn't a guarantee that they were going to win the game, but a lot of uh, a lot of Brewers fans went down. To St. Louis, and I thought, well, we have to cover this, and if, if they celebrate, you know, we got to do this for the post-game show. So I had media access, and I was in the locker room and did a bunch of fun stuff, and then wrapping up, I called Tim Allen back, who was doing the post-game show for the Brewers that night as well, and I was able to, with my equipment, I was sitting in Bush Stadium, and there was nobody there. Nobody was there. The Brewers had just clinched. I'd just been in the locker room. It was so fun, and... uh I promised myself I wouldn't get emotional, but I cried too. But th- I was younger then. Here, this is a small sample, four years ago. I am the only one sitting down in an empty Bush stadium on a stadium where the Brewers, I'm looking at that mound right there where the Brewers just celebrated going to the playoffs. Now, do other franchises have this year in and year out you know some do more than the bre- where i'm i am the only human being sitting in an empty bush stadium we're not an hour ago the brewers just broke the cardinals hearts and brought joy to so many people who have followed and it froze uh team for so long i think if you look on the 
video, you can see my eyes are swelling up a little bit. So, okay, so it didn't freeze. I was just like, I don't want to play this part. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to play where I it was. But yeah, and you can. This is worse. And I tweeted this out. I tweeted this out over the weekend because I had to fess up to it. So not only do you hear me, but uh, you could see me crying. Now I didn't promise myself nothing that night. Mm-hmm. Okay. I promised myself oh, tonight. Course. We really I wouldn't get emotional. And here I go. If you if you want to delete that, like you know where I save it. If you want to delete it, go ahead. I've saved it in nineteen different spots. I was gonna say you probably have like nineteen to twenty copies. I've got I made up just like new emails just to have other places to save them. One thing that Brett was talking about, he called in is the Ken Rosenthal, Josh Hader tidbits. I do want to share those with you. Very interesting stuff. We'll do that coming up in just a couple of minutes as we talk Brewers. We'll talk some Packers today, too. Jordan Love speaking. Matt LaFleur. Oh, man, I don't know what he's got with these guys, but he he has the Packers media mafia on the hook. This guy opens his mouth, and they are laughing a mile a minute. So we'll uh, we'll hear Matt LaFleur's stand-up set from over the weekend there coming up. See, if you're not mad at the Brewers, then it's the Packers. Media. <laughs> yeah, the, the media. So we'll hear... We'll hear Matt LaFleur's stand-up set to a very eager audience coming up. And then uh, I'm very excited, very excited for what we've got going on this week. Very excited for what Leroy Butler's got going on this week. We're just going to piggyback off of him, really, because our teammate, our friend, and Packer legend Leroy Butler is finally getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, and that'll be this Saturday. We are going to do everything we can to bring you all the sights and sounds of it. Uh, I will be on social media just like I was with the St. Louis series all those years ago. I hope I don't cry. I promise myself. I'm totally doing that video. <laughs> I promise myself I won't get emotional. I'll show Leroy. Oh, boy. I am such a jerk. So we are going to be doing the Road to Canton show. We've got a show, the big show on Friday. We're shuffling the deck a little bit. Thursday, I believe I'll be on the road. Friday, I think Toby will be doing the show with you. And then I'll be doing the big show. So Toby's been doing the big show. I've been doing the show with my name on it. We'll flip-flop. I'll do the big show with Gary Ellerson from Canton on Friday. And then Saturday, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. is Leroy, I think, gets inducted around 11 our time. So from 7 to 10, we're going to have a Road to Canton show. We're doing it thanks to our friends and his friends at Current Electric, Schneider National, and, of course, your local pick-and-save stores. Where I was just at the pick-and-save in Hales Corners over the weekend, and uh, guess what? There are, like... 20 bottles with Leroy's signature on it say Hall of Fame. So if you want a Leroy autograph, you don't need to send in a baseball card or football card and wait for it to come back. You can just go to Pick and Save and buy Leap Vodka more often than not. Ooh, and I did have that Leap and Lemonade finally. It's strong, dude. I'm surprised they said, honestly. It is strong. The Leap and Lemonade is, it, it tastes like you over poured it, which is good, but it is it comes in a six-pack of cans. Have you had any yet? I have not. It's strong. It's strong. Okay. It, not only does it, like, it tastes strong, which I don't know if they're going to work on that recipe. I'll have to wait for a weekend to do the that. Initial, the yeah. initial bash. Uh, the, what am I trying to say? Batch? Yeah. I suck. Josh Hader on the move? Possibly. Next. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.